Hey, it's Bethany. Welcome to another episode of Dialed In. Today you're going to hear from Sandy Forster. And this conversation is incredibly powerful. Sandy is transparent. She's engaging. It's a lot of fun. And she shares her story from being on welfare to becoming a millionaire. And she talks candidly about how she felt, what beliefs she came up against, how she had to take steps even when she was afraid. And and there's so many things that you can learn from this conversation. So I'm super excited for you to jump in and hear this and stay tuned because after this episode, I have an amazing announcement that you're not going to want to miss. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dialed In. I'm here with Sandy Forster, and we are talking about, oh my goodness, overcoming (laughs) what stops you in life, thinking differently, managing your emotions, being in alignment with your body, your mind, your spirit, all the things that you need to really get dialed in and live a life that you love. So welcome to Dialed In, Sandy. Hey, Bethany, thank you so much for having me. Hey, listeners. (laughs) So it's uh, like 6 a.m. in the morning where Sandy is in Australia. And here I am in um, the north woods of Wisconsin. It's two in the afternoon. So it's actually Thursday, right, where you are? Yeah, yeah. And don't (laughs) you just love the fact that we can connect with people from all around the world, like technology? I just love it. I, I think we're so blessed to be living in this time right now. I agree. I agree. I was thinking that yesterday um, I'm connecting with people and and building out a virtual conference and it occurred to me that my speakers are from all over the world and that's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So yeah. Yeah. Well, your story is um, pretty powerful. I'm over halfway through your book, which you have to talk about and share with us um, when we're done chatting here. But um, it has been highly impactful for me and just how I think. I have sticky notes, bright colored, like big ones all over my bedroom <laughs> walls because of you. Um, thank you. Um, so will you will you share your story with us and just take yeah, us on the journey? Sure. So just to quickly take you back. So when I was um, 15 or I think it might have been 14, we lived in the most southern state of Australia and my parents decided to move to the northern state, which is warmer. So we're opposite to you. So, but before we did the move, they said, let's take, let's sell the house, take half the money and my older brother and younger sister. And we traveled the world for 10 months. Mm-hmm. So it was just mind blowing. It was amazing. You know, all through Europe and North Africa and Scandinavia and Britain and and did a trek from London to Kathmandu so that just kind of opened my eyes up to what the world was all about then I moved here to the Sunshine Coast in Queensland Australia beautiful and warm near the beach loved it loved didn't love going to school but loved being with my friends but loved going down the beach on the weekend so I was all about just this casual beautiful fun lifestyle Mm -hmm. so um, it was around that time I was actually working in a library <laughs> and that I think that's where my love of books came. I just uh-huh. I read so many books at the same time. But I, I was working in a library and the aerobic era hit Australia. 
And I, I liked sewing already. I used to design um, swimwear. I bought some lycra and was making swimwear for a friend and mm -hmm. just, you know, dabbling. But then the, the aerobic era hit and I started designing and manufacturing um, gym wear as well. And it sort of became a hot side hobby. I, I, you know, made some money on the side and, and I really enjoyed it. But, uh, and around that time, I also met my to-be husband. So we were both 16. We ended up going out for 10 years, got married, had kids. When my youngest was six months old and my oldest was um, three years, we ended up divorcing. Mm -hmm. And that hobby of me designing and manufacturing swimwear had to become a business had to become my actual income mm -hmm. but that didn't work because <laughs> I was so <laughs> so not a business person and I ended up a hundred thousand dollars in debt and on mm. welfare and at the time welfare was in US dollars about seven and a half thousand dollars a year so you can imagine wow. that you know welfare does not does not keep you like it doesn't sustain you you mm -hmm. basically go back financially every day go backwards and so for a long time, I was really, really struggling around money. And I just, I couldn't understand because even with the money that I received from our divorce settlement, um, I got about $150,000, I think it was. And even with that money, um, by the time I paid the solicitor, the lawyer back, um, I ended up with about $120,000 and I put it into different things. I put some into real estate, some into the share market come into a business and all the all the things that I put money into the practical things that I thought would create success for me mm -hmm. didn't work like I lost all my money and it was mm. I just I couldn't understand what I was doing wrong because I was going to seminars and I was reading books and I was learning all the practical side of money but it just wasn't working and it was around that time that I actually discovered the law of attraction mm. and that blew my mind on so many levels I think the first level was the fact that instead of doing all this practical stuff, I could spend time dreaming and thinking about and focusing on what I wanted, like my dreams, my desires and my goals. And that, if nothing else, just gave me such a sense of relief. Mm -hmm. I just felt like, ah, I could breathe. I felt mm -hmm. I had space. And so, you know, discovering the law of attraction really turned things around for me and kind of long story short, I went from welfare to millionaire. And it was because I not only discovered the law of attraction, but I applied it every single day. And as part of that, I created a whole lot of different processes and exercises mm -hmm. and things that I could do to keep myself focused on what I really wanted to create, on, on how I wanted my life to be. Mm -hmm. And honestly, when I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare, <clears throat> pardon me, um, when I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare, the only thing I could think of was millionaire. Like, yeah. in my mind, a millionaire meant that you had it made, that yeah. you, that your life was just perfectly the way you wanted it to be. And so, you know, going from welfare to millionaire, my life really has transformed. I think more than anything, I, I just enjoy life so much more. I mm -hmm. feel so much more at ease, so much more at peace. And I love the fact that I actually have now created a business that, teaches other women how to transform their money mindset so that they can start manifesting and attracting. So I think I'm really lucky, <clears throat> pardon me, really lucky, really blessed and um, just really so grateful that the law of attraction came into my life. And not only that it came into my life, but I applied it 
And I kept going. Even when it looked like it wasn't going to work for me, I thought I was mm -hmm. going to be singled out by the universe to, you know, work for everyone else. But no, not you. Right. You're destined for a life of struggle. So I think, you know, when you learn it and then apply it and then mm -hmm. persist with it, you can't go wrong. It has to work. Fascinating. So the first thing I think of when you say law of attraction is the movie, The Secret, or the book, The Secret, right? Yeah. 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 So when, um, when, I, when I watched The Secret, I remember thinking, that's all there is to it. I just have to think about something that I want. And it's like, poof, it magically appears. What would no, you <laughs> a little bit more to it than so, that. Okay, so people that are like skeptical or they're wondering like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You just have to think, spend time dreaming and then things start happening. Can you talk more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So yes, the secret has been very life-changing for so many people. And um, just as a side note, um, when the secret came out, we couldn't buy it here in Australia. Because really? there were, yeah, there were some some agreement because it was made in Australia and I think they got a bit of financing backing from Australia and so it was it was agreed that it would not be sold in Australia until it aired on TV. Ah. I just felt like when I when I watched the trailer for The Secret it didn't even say it was a law of attraction but I just felt like oh my gosh this is so in alignment with what I do so I, I emailed The Secret website and said I think what you're going to do is what you're doing now is going to transform the planet. I want to send you a present um, you know, I just, I just feel, I don't, I don't even know what it's about because I can't watch it here in Australia, but I just know it's going to transform the world. Mm -hmm. Let me send you a present. And I got an email directly back from Rhonda Byrne, who was the producer of The Secret, yeah. and said, oh my gosh, I don't know, like we get thousands of emails. None of them ever come to me, but somehow yours came to me. Yes, I'd love a present. So I actually sent her my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast. And she emailed me back, oh, my gosh, did you watch The Secret and then write this book? I said, no, no, my book's been out for years. <laughs> um, and she said, she said, oh, my gosh, it's just everything that we do. And anyway, as it turned out, wow. they were going to take someone out of The Secret and they needed someone to fill their place. So they actually spent a whole day filming me to fill that person's place mm -hmm. in The Secret. Okay. As it turned out, my energy is a bit high <laughs> compared to the person they were taking out whose energy was very slow and flowing. So it, it didn't quite fit in. So they just used the ladies in the film to expand their role slightly. Hmm. But what happened from all of that was I happened to be going to America. I told Rhonda I'd love to meet up with her. She just happened to be coming to the same place I was. We met what? up, we chatted. Yeah, we met up, we chatted, we had a blast. And... Um, I said to her, why can't we buy The Secret in Australia? It seems ridiculous. She said, well, we cannot sell. I said, well, can't someone else sell to Australia? She said, well, yes, but we're not allowed to. I said, well, I've got a US company. Can my company buy it and sell it to Australia? She said, sure. Uh that one decision. So this is, this is, and I'm going to get, I'm going to swing back to this in a moment. Yeah. To your, from your question. Yeah. So, so from that one decision, that one decision to contact her, uh -huh. see, it takes action. It's, it's not just about yes. thinking. Yes. So that one decision to reach out to the secret, okay, that was one thing. That one decision to say, you know, do you want to meet up? That's another thing. That one decision to say, would you like a present? All these things together. And then that one decision to say, well, you know, I could sell it in Australia. That decision alone 
in less than a year, I made something close to $3 million mm. just from importing the secret into Australia and selling it to all these people who wanted it, but just couldn't get it. Right. So wow. I know. And so why I'm swinging back around to your question, is it just that we sit around and it just falls in our lap? No. So in The Science of Getting Rich, which was the book written like over 100, 110, 120 years ago, 110 years ago, very old language. But the, the premise of that is one of the things that Wallace Waddle says, by thought, the action you, by thought, no, by thought, the thing you desire is brought to you but by action, you receive it. So by thought, that's when your, your desire, your order, your wish, your dream goes out into the universe, goes out into the metaphysical. But by action is when the universe can line up all the things that actually make your desire and dream come true. So I could have woken up one day and thought, wow, I think that I think this Thing, the secret which I don't really know what it is is great isn't that nice and could have left it at there mm -hmm. but no I took action I reached out I sent an email I said I wanted to send you a present I said oh let's meet up I said you know yes film me for the secret I said you know can't I um, sell the secret in Australia so all those actions helped me to manifest you know millions of dollars and this has happened to me over and over again things that I have no clue about no experience in, no idea about, I just take action because I'm very big on the belief. I know we're all taught it's ready, aim, fire. So ready is all about sort of, to me in my mind, it's about coming up with an idea. Okay, that's the ready. Mm -hmm. Aim is getting all prepared and fire is making it happen, taking action. I'm all about ready, fire, aim. So ready, come up with the idea or the plan. Fire, just make it happen. Mm -hmm. Aim fix it up, tweak it, edit it, make it better, improve it after you've got going. Mm -hmm. Because if you do it the other way around, if you're like me, a bit of a perfectionist, you will spend so much time in the getting prepared and getting ready and planning and organizing and making sure it's right and blah, 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 blah. Yes. You never get anything done. Right. So yeah, action is the key. So I love that question because action is the key to making the law of attraction work. Not, it's, nothing's going to sit around and just drop into your lap. You actually have mm -hmm. to take action for the universe to actually line things up so mm -hmm. your dream can manifest. Yes, I love that. So when you're talking, <clears throat> excuse me, it uh, reminds me of the chapter where you talk about having a warehouse. Yes. Like how you're, and I... I love that. So I've heard it put all different kinds of ways, but I've never heard it put that way. And so literally when I'm visualizing every day, I'm visualizing my warehouse now. Thank you. <laughs> Sticky notes, warehouse. I don't know what else is going to happen, but, um, but truly, um, I, I, I don't know. It just seems easier to me than what I was doing prior. And the fact that you are placing your order, I didn't ever consider it, um, I didn't ever consider looking at it that way. And, and there's such truth to like, not only thinking it, but feeling it right. Like, um, Joe Dispenza, he talks about how like your thoughts are the electricity and your feelings are the magnet and together that goes out, you know, it's exactly. your order. Right. And it draws yeah. everything back to you. And so for me, when I first started on this journey, I would think really hard, but ultimately I struggled with believing it. And so I wasn't feeling it. And so then I wondered why nothing happened because I would just think it, but really I was fooling myself because I wasn't, 
I wasn't believing it to the point where I felt it. You know what, you know what I mean? Felt it emotionally, yeah. yeah. Like you said, it's the feelings that have that magnetic attraction that draw it back to you. So you can think till the cows come home, but unless you actually feel it emotionally, I always liken it to... Imagine, a, uh, not that there's many flying at the moment, but imagine there's a, a, a big jet engine liner, like a huge big plane sitting on a tarmac. And all it is is really just a big pile of tin and metal and, and junk. It's really nothing without power. And, and once you get that power behind it, it can go out into the world and just take you anywhere you want to go. Well, I liken your dreams your desires and goals and even affirmations as just being like that that junk that that it's just they're just words or they're just thoughts yeah until you actually get the energy behind them the emotion behind them that's what gives it the energy to take off out into the world into the universe and to the ears of the universe and allows you to attract it back to you so it really is all about the energy it's about the feeling it's about believing it can happen and the bonus of really getting into that feeling place that believing place that really being at one with and connecting energetically and emotionally and vibrationally with your desire is the bonus as I said is you feel great mm -hmm. like you feel amazing that mm -hmm. you're spending time feeling as if that dream that desire that goal has already come to pass has already manifested so on a feeling place you feel great on a metaphysical place you're aligning with what you desire but in a practical sense and this is what most people miss on a practical sense you actually feel more confident and you have yes. that stronger belief and so you're able to take actions that you probably wouldn't have before yes. because you kind of believe that it it can happen and it's like you've got this this sort of strength behind you so it just helps on so many different levels. I think people need to understand that manifesting isn't just about the woo-woo, the metaphysical, the out there. It really is about lining, aligning your body, mind mm -hmm. and spirit. And when you align body actions, the mind, how you think and spirit, how you feel, when you align that, and I know people can't see this, but I believe that when you align body, mind and spirit, mm -hmm. that's when you manifest what it is you truly desire. So it's, it's about aligning your energy in all of those places. You know, for me, when I first stumbled across the word manifesting, I struggled with it. And it was years ago, but I was raised in a very religious home. And um, it it's interesting as I dove in to the whole manifesting or drawing things to you, it's it's the same as, as what we're taught as, as prayer. I mean, um, for those of you that are listening that maybe are of a um, Christian faith, this may have a tendency to like get your hackles up. Um, but I want to encourage you to look at it this way. Like the Bible says, you know, ask, knock and seek, you know, ask and, and then believe. And, and that's yeah. what faith is. And, exactly. and I have kind of come in my journey to a place where I feel like this is all the same thing. Now, it is all the same thing. Yeah, it's all the right? same thing, just different names, different yes. words, different language, but yes. the same thing, the yes. same thing. Yeah. 
And it's okay, listeners, if you if you're not there and that's not what you think, it's okay too. Like glean the value that you take from this and and go with it and apply it as you wish. You know, it's it's like a buffet. You take what fits and you can leave behind what doesn't. It's okay. But um but this whole everything that we're talking about, Sandy, has um has been a game changer for me and in my life too. And um I love the alignment piece. I love the, the, uh, believing that your, your belief grows every time you, you, boy, every time you feel into what you want. So then you can be, you can be brave, right? You can take action. Um, can you share with us times when you were terrified, but you took action anyway? (laughs) I think, uh, I think, Anytime you take your life, your dreams, your goals, your level of um, wealth, anytime you take anything to the next level, you know, I'm human like everyone else. I get terrified. It's like, you know, is this going to work out? Is this not going to work out? Um, I I remember when I was uh, $100,000 in debt non-welfare and really struggling. And I first heard about life coaching. And I was actually at a seminar and they talked about life coaching and I thought, oh, what's this? You know, they were saying they wanted life coaches and me wanting to know everything, mm-hmm. went along in the break and listened to life coaching, what it was about. And I thought, oh, wow, you can work from home. You can mm-hmm. make as much money as you want. This sounds great. But they didn't want any coaches in Australia. So I just just kind of thought, oh, well, anyway, I got back to Australia and strangely enough, the personal development company that I was actually in at the, at the time, marketing a personal development course, one of their leaders has decided to launch a life coach training company in Australia. So I thought, oh, I'll take a look at that. And then, But then in my mind, it was like, well, who the heck am I to even think about being a life coach? Yes. I, you know, $100,000 in debt and on welfare and my life is a mess. Like I don't have a partner. I'm raising two kids by myself. Like I'm so disorganized. I don't know what's going on in my life. Who am I? But I'm very much of the belief that if something is brought to you, it's for a reason. And that may not be the ultimate thing for you in your life, but it could be a stepping stone. So as it turned out, I borrowed the money. I went through that life coach training. I loved it so much. I I then brought everything that I knew about law of attraction into my coaching business. Mm -hmm. And that's where everything started to change for me, for my clients. Um, And from there, you know, I ended up um, marketing another course, making a whole lot of money out of that. I ended up uh, writing a book. I ended up doing seminars and events. And I ended, I actually ended up myself launching my own Um, life coaching academy and I now train and internationally certify people to become law of attraction coaches teaching them all the things that have completely transformed my life but I look back at when I first heard about coaching and terrified beyond belief and I could have said no but like I said I believe that the universe brings you opportunities Mm -hmm. and you get to say yes I'm going to take this step I don't know what's beyond it but I just feel Mm -hmm. that I'm meant to do this without knowing why, without Mm -hmm. knowing how, without knowing the end result. I just feel like I need to look into this further. And, and that comes back to the ready fire aim thing. (laughs) It's like, you know, you just got to have faith and you got to understand that the universe, God, whatever you want to call it is 
always looking out for your highest good and always wants yes. more for you than you could ever want for yourself. And so when we're guided to take a certain step, a certain path, a certain journey, make a certain choice, you know, it's because it's taking us to where we ultimately want to go. It's taking us to our highest good. Mm -hmm. And when we sort of put the brakes on because we're too scared or we think we don't have what it takes or mm -hmm. we just, you know, come up with a million reasons why it can't happen, we're really stopping our own good and we're stopping the universe from expressing its own good through us. So, mm -hmm. you know, I always say just jump in. If it's the wrong decision, you can always change your mind later. I mean, I've made plenty of wrong decisions, let me tell you. But if it's a wrong decision, change your mind. But if you say no to everything, then you miss out on some amazing, incredible opportunities for, mm -hmm. for the direction of your life and your future. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. I am, um, as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, I've had, I've worked with people that have come to me and then said, uh, I don't even know what I want. I don't know how to dream. How do I even figure out what my starting point is? And what would you say to those individuals that are like, maybe they're so entrenched in their current life they're living that they've forgotten how to dream? How yeah. would you help people I, step in? And I think, I think that's the thing. I think people can be like, they've been living a certain life for all their life. They've been having certain thoughts. They've been mixing with certain people. They've been reading certain things. They've been watching certain things on TV. And it's all just brainwashing them into what's possible. Now, keep in mind that I was in my 40s when I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare. So it's not like, you know, I discovered the law of attraction in my 20s and everything changed. Mm -hmm. So I'd spent a lifetime struggling financially you know, always looking for the negative. Like if something good happened, I always was waiting for the negative yes. to happen. It was just, I was completely brainwashed in that way. But when I discovered the law of attraction, I discovered that what you, and initially it was just um, uh, told to me as uh, positive thinking. So I oh, kind sure. of came into this whole thing in, as, you know, positive thinking. We've got 10% of our brain that we don't use. And if you begin to think positively, then more positive things will happen. So I came to it from positive thinking and then when I actually discovered the law of attraction, universal laws, mm -hmm. that excited me even more. Something just, when I first discovered the law of attraction, something just, it was like fireworks went off inside. Mm. And I believe that that's because we have this knowing, even if we don't know that we know, mm -hmm. but we have this belief and this truth and this knowing inside us that we do have the ability to create a life that we truly love, that we are more powerful than we could ever imagine. And so when you connect to that, that truth and that knowing, you, you do you suddenly feel like there is just so much hope and possibility for your life that you didn't realise you had before. So people who are in that place where they feel kind of really damp down and, mm -hmm. and don't feel like they have even the capability to, to dream big, the easiest thing to do, I would say, is find yourself a guided visualization that actually walks you through. And I'm happy to give you guys a free one to do that, but to, that walks you through just imagining what would happen if you won, you know, a few million dollars. What, like, what would you do? Like, what would you do with your life? You know, you may use all that money just to help others. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But how would that feel? Because it all comes back to not just focusing on what it is you're going to attract or manifest or create or have in your life, but how you're going to feel, 
having that, doing that, being that, sharing that. Like it's all, it all comes back to the feelings. And so just imagine and find a guided visualization that will walk you through what it's like to suddenly out of the blue have all this money and be able to be or do or have whatever it is your heart desires. Like what would that be? How would you feel? What would the experience like really feel in your body and yourselves? And when you take time to do that, and I mean, take time alone from people, like don't try and figure it out in front of the TV. Right. Don't try and figure it out, you know, when you're sitting around the kitchen table with a bunch of negative people. <laughs> take time alone, just go into your own space, quiet space, and just, you know, just let your mind run wild. Because remember, the universe wants far more for you than you could ever want for yourself. So mm-hmm. quite often people don't dream big because they think they're being greedy. They think they're taking away from others. They think that, you know, by them wanting more, someone's going to miss out. But that's not how the universe works. Like Mm -hmm. the universe just keeps creating, creating, creating. And so, you know, what you design, what you want, what that does if you then go down that path and you then do start attracting more into your life, that you become that beacon of light for others. You then show others what's possible and then they're able to create more and have more in their life. So it's kind of a win-win all around. So, yeah, just take that quiet time and just imagine what it would be like to have millions of dollars and be able to be, do, or have whatever your heart desires. That's great advice. I think, you know, visualizing it and seeing it first and just allowing yourself to see possibility where maybe you're not now. And even if you can't fathom what that would be, I would, I, I second everything that Sandy said um, getting someone to guide you through that. So if Sandy, if you have a visualization that you would share with us, that would be amazing because sometimes just taking that, that first step and allowing yourself to be open, it's a game changer for everything that's to come. Exactly. And the thing is, you don't have to start massive. Like you don't have to start thinking about you know, yes, I've got millions of dollars. I'm going to buy a Learjet and I'm going to buy this. It could be just as simple as like for me, one of the things that I love doing every year, I love buying new cushions. I've got this beautiful big Bali day bed that sits beside my, um, my tropical swimming pool. And I love buying new cushions. Like, you know, it could be that you're going to buy new cushions or you're going to buy uh, fresh flowers every week or mm-hmm. you're going to get a house cleaner every month or, you know, just yeah. start small. It doesn't have to be massive. And I think that's sometimes what holds people back because they think, they have to dream big and they dream so big that they believe or they don't believe it's possible. They, they feel like it's not going to happen. And so they don't even create the energy, that, that emotion that they need to manifest what they want because they're dreaming too big. So start small, start mm-hmm. as small as you want and just focus on that. And then you'll once you start to attract people and opportunities and circumstances, and situations and things into your life, you start to build your belief. And when you build your belief, you can start to increase the size of your desires and dreams. It's just, it can be just a stepping stone process. Mm -hmm. I love that. So you mentioned energy. Um, So I know for me starting off and still, I'll just be real. Like there's still times I struggle with keeping my energy high. Um, You know, you come out of your visualization or meditating or really like feeling into all those things that are, that are coming to you from your warehouse. You have to read the book, listeners, you have to read the book to get that piece of it. Um, and, and then, you know, I walk out and the kids are fighting or, 
like I stub my toe or I get a phone call from a friend that's negative that I try to distance myself from, but you know, I feel obligated to take the call. And then immediately it's like, mm, energy goes down. What would you say um, are ways that you can keep, keep your energy high? How do you like even be aware of that on a consistent basis? So you stay high, you stay in alignment with everything that you want. Yeah, that, that's a biggie because the bottom line is we're human and yeah. we are going to have stuff thrown at us every single day <laughs> that yes. knocks us sideways and we've got to try and, I mean, it's like saying, oh, you want to lose weight? Fine, just eat less and exercise more. Like right. everyone knows that. If everyone did that, would all be our, our ideal weight. But life happens, chocolate biscuits happen, birthdays happen, Christmas happens, you know, don't feel like exercising happens. So. <laughs> So it's the same with manifesting. It's the same with aligning your energy. Life happens and you just have to do whatever you can to keep your energy and your vibration high. So I think the bottom line is um, when start off your day in whatever way you can, that's going to kind of set the tone for the day. So for me personally, I like to um, meditate first thing in the morning. I then go and take a beach walk. But while I'm um, heading to my beach walk, I have on my um, iPhone, I have, I make voice notes. So I think they're called voice memos mm -hmm. on my phone all the time. So I've got about, I don't know, 50 of them. And I just choose different ones to listen to. Some go for as long as 30 seconds, some for, I think the longest is about five minutes. And they're just affirmations or declarations or um me just doing a quick, you know, this is what the end of 2021 is like or whatever it happens to be, but things I've created that constantly keep my energy high. So I listen to that on the way to, to the beach. Then when I get to the beach, I do the same thing. I just listen the whole way. And most of the time I will, if they're affirmations, for instance, I'll repeat them. Like I'll say them out loud. Now I try and do it in a way that I don't look like I'm a crazy person talking to myself. So, so <laughs> You know, I, I do get to the beach very early. I'm a, I get I wake up at four. I, I'm a really early morning person. So I get up really early. I go down there and watch the sunrise and walk along and say my affirmations. If someone's coming to me and, you know, they get really close, I sort of mumble my affirmations under my breath. <laughs> but I really get into it because quite often the waves are big and they're crashing and they're making a noise and no one can hear me. So I do things like that because I always say to people, it all comes back to your predominant mental attitude because your predominant mental attitude, how you're thinking most of the time, mm -hmm. then regulates how you're feeling and how you're feeling is how you're actually attracting. Okay, yes. so predominant means more than. So 50% thinking negatively and 50% thinking positively it's kind of like you're going to be putting the brakes on you'll you'll go forward and then you'll put the brake on and go forward and put the brake on and you're really not going to be getting anywhere it's like bunny hopping along but if you just spend a little bit more time focusing on what you desire and just letting how it is now or you know the things that are happening that aren't working just letting them go and and not reading the newspaper or watching the crap on TV or or diving into magazines that are full of gossip. Just make choices day by day about what you want because it's those little choices day by day that make all the difference. Just like 
with the eating because I used to be an aerobics instructor so I always bring back things back to eating and, mm. and exercise um, so you know just those little things day by day having that one chocolate biscuit or eating the kids leftover meal or just having that last slice of cake those little things day by day all add up and make a huge difference well it's the same with manifesting those little thoughts those little course corrections of how you're thinking day by day mm -hmm. can be the difference between you manifesting what you desire and not manifesting what you desire. Mm -hmm. So if you just be aware, you don't have to be aware of every thought because that would just be too much because we've got like, what is it? I think they say between 75,000 and 90,000 thoughts yes. a day. So who can, who can monitor that? Right. But it comes back to how you feel because if you're thinking a thought that is taking you toward what it is you truly desire and the life that you want, you're focusing on those things, and it doesn't have to be, you know, the big dreams. It's just if you're focusing on things that that you want in your life and that how you how you want to feel in your life, you're going to feel good. Yes. If you're focusing on things that you don't want in your life or experiences or whatever, and you feel you feel bad, right? So just be aware of how you feel. If you feel like crap, or if you feel a bit unsettled, or you feel a bit angry, or feel a bit frustrated, or feel whatever you feel, any negative feeling, it's like whoa, hang on. I'm thinking about something, focusing on something, remembering something mm -hmm. that I don't want to create in my life. Mm -hmm. Let's think, focus on, talk about, remember what I do want to create. And yes. it's as simple as that. Just course correct all day long. It's, and, yes. and when you do that, you start to line up your energy. And when you line up your energy, then you begin to become vibrationally, energetically aligned with what it is you desire. Your order goes out to, to your warehouse everyone starts shipping things around mm -hmm. <laughs> it all happens behind the scenes <laughs> yes yeah mm. and then you become the person that has those things and those things show up and so on and so on and it's incredible and it's like wow how did that happen yeah it, you made it happen just like you make the bad stuff happen you can make the good stuff happen right so you, you're powerful it just depends on which way you want to kind of focus yeah we are so powerful and often we we have no idea you know often we'll spend our whole lives giving away our power to everything yeah. we don't want and then wondering why that keeps showing up and yeah helping people step into their power is probably the best thing I can imagine doing in my life you know and and I'm sure that that's what you do too you free people from their own their own prisons, their own self-imposed yeah, prisons. limitations, yeah. their self-doubt, their, you know, and, and mine is all around, based around prosperity and money mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I, I was that person, $100,000 in debt and on welfare, no idea how I'd ever change that, no idea. And yet, you know, discovering the law of attraction and just focusing on, on what I truly wanted my life to be like. Mm -hmm. and, and I sit here now, I've got a beautiful multi-million dollar house on acreage. I have kangaroos graze in my backyard. Oh. I've got a big barley hut with a day bear that I lounge in and just watch, you know, the, the trees and the birds and the kangaroos and a tropical pool. And I've had some amazing experiences taking my kids to swim with the dolphins in Hawaii mm -hmm. and trek the Inca Trail to Machu Picchu and told my daughter I'd take her shopping and so we jumped in a plane from Australia to New York and I took her shopping over there and we nice. saw Broadway shows and you know climbed Everest and done all sorts of amazing things and only because I discovered the law of attraction I decided that I did have the power to create a different life I focused on what I wanted and I persisted mm -hmm. and I think when you do that your life can totally be anything you want it to be.
I'm just, I'm making a note here because I don't want to forget. <laughs> I always like to list out some teaching points. And you just said, you know, that first decision, that first choice to be open, to, to, to really um, step into thinking differently. That, that's the first step to any of it. That you just, it you've got to decide. Yeah. yeah, make that decision. Make yeah. that decision. Set your intention. Powerful yeah. stuff. Yes. Thank you so much. So Sandy, how, how can listeners find you and connect with you? Uh, the easiest way is just go to wildlywealthy.com, wildlywealthy.com, or um, you can find me on all the socials. I don't even know all my social handles, but I'm out there. <laughs> <Okay>. Sandy Forster. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right. And your book available Amazon yeah how to be wildly wealthy fast is available on Amazon all over the place and um, I'll give you the link too so that people can have that free guided visualization to really get them into that place of of imagining anything is possible okay I'll put that in the show notes so listeners if you didn't catch all that it's okay all of it will be in the show notes Um, I'm going to wrap up with just a few teaching points that I took away from our conversation Um, I have four and um, the first one is Decide, decide that you you want to change, that you want to think differently, that you're willing um, to be, do, and have something different in your life. Number two, give yourself permission to dream. Number three, believe in the possibility of more. And number four, find a morning routine that sets the tone for your day. So you know, once you establish that vibe, I'm doing air quotes, but it is what it is, the vibe that you want and you tune into that, then you know how to get there. So then when you're not there, you can get back there, you know, throughout your day. And, and I love what you said, Sandy, that, you know, I think we hear, at least in the personal development industry, you hear all the time, filter your thoughts, filter your thoughts, filter your thoughts. And with, you know, over 50,000 thoughts a day, it's that almost, that seems overwhelming, right? And, and, And so just starting with noticing how you feel, that's huge. Just notice how you feel. And if you feel heavy or low level or, or yucky, then you, know, you, you have control over that. You, you get to choose how you feel and you can snap out of that at any moment. We are so powerful. We're so powerful. Thank you so much, Sandy, for being here with us today. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I just want to finish with one last thing. People might be hearing me thinking, oh, well, she's different or she's just lucky or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I just want people to know that I dropped out of school in grade 11. So I didn't even finish high school. I had no connections. I had no people with money that could help me out. I had no any, any great skills. Like I literally had nothing. And yet what I did have is my mind and what I did have is choices. And what I did have is the ability to grab hold of something that I just knew was going to change my life and put it into practice. And I think every single person listening to this has those, that same ability too. So, you know, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Perfect. Yeah. That's powerful. Well, listeners, I have nothing else to say after that. You heard Sandy. Um, This is all possible for you too. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for spending time listening to Dialed In. I know you have a lot of choices. 
on where you spend your time. And it's always an honor when I, when I see you spending your time here. So if you love the episode, share it with a friend, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. I'd love to know that you're out there listening, getting value. And until next time, take action, live big and stay dialed in. Oh my gosh. Did you love that episode? Her energy and her spirit. It was just so fun to connect with her when we did this interview. So I'm so glad that you're here and that you were able to witness the proof that the life that you want is possible. Now, maybe you don't want to be a millionaire. That's fine. But regardless of what it is that you are aiming for, whatever it is that your big life looks like, you can't get there until you really lean in to who you are and what you want and then start living that out. And so I'm bringing to you a free series, a free interview series. It's all done online and it starts February 18th and it is called uh, the Being Unapologetically You series. And you can register for it and it comes right to your inbox and it includes people that are living big in very different ways. They're showing up as their true selves and doing that thing that's inside of them. And they talk about what it takes to do that, what it takes to show up and be yourself, what it takes um, to believe in yourself and move forward despite fear and, and a hundred other things. You will love this. And the beauty of it is you don't have to take time off work. You don't have to set aside hours and hours of time every day to be involved. Um, and you can listen in your pajamas. You can play it while you're showering. The series comes right to your inbox. There's one interview that comes to you every day and uh, you're going to love it. So go check out all the details. Sign up. It's a free. This is free. Free. Um, adding value to you. And just go to unapologeticallyuseries.com. Again, that's unapologeticallyuseries.com. All right, we'll see you on the 18th, right to your inbox. Thanks.